TK, TK, it's always a good day with TK. Wow, it's so good to hear your golden tunage tonage, Michael. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, buddy. Now, look, did you hear the news? MSNBC knocked off the big juggernaut Fox News, pal. How about that? In the key demographic, whatever that is. What is that, 23 to 54? You know that kind of stuff. 25, 54, those are adults. That's what everybody looks at. Right. So... Wow. How about that? Well, here's the one. I mean, I got to give kudos. That's your favorite channel, right? (laughs) I got to give kudos to Fox. I mean, they have been the juggernaut for many, many years. But here's the thing, Thomas. Tell me if I'm wrong about it. It's not the first time, you know. It's happened before. It's happening more consistently now. So I think you can say that MSNBC is firmly number one, 24-7, adult 25-54 demo. Right, because half of Fox viewers are over 80. Imagine if they could actually hear the news, right? Oh. I got to give them props, though, because they have been king of the hill for a long time. But I've always wondered this. Their viewers are to the right. You agree, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So MSNBC... And CNN are the more moderate and left viewers, so they split the viewership. So if you add up MSNBC and CNN, they're beating Fox. So I've never understood why they tout themselves as the king of... Because they're they're number one of the three. Yeah. I don't know. But they don't have any competition. You know, Fox thinks fair and balanced is covered by the limited airtime they give Shepard Smith. Don't you think that's true? Yeah, he seems to be fair and balanced. Right. But now Fox is in a quandary. What do they do after having all this success? They have to develop a new strategy. They have two ways to go, Tom. They could go tell the truth. Tell they the do truth. have some good news people over there. That John Roberts is really good. Like you said, Shepard Smith is good. What's the guy's name? Wallace. Well, Chris Wallace. Yeah, Chris Wallace is good. Come on. But now they have to, their other strategy is, should they go to shorter skirts and more bleach for the hair on the women? You know, they do have... The prettiest colors of all the three channels. You know, now they started something new called Fox Nation. For $6 a month, you could join their streaming internet broadcast. How about that, buddy? You feel like doing that? No, I'm all spent on uh, Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh. I'm I'm spent on those guys. They have their own private channels, too. Where is Glenn Beck these days? Where is he? Yeah. I know he was in Dallas for a while. I don't know where he is physically, but he's got that thing called the Blaze. Blaze Mercury Broadcasting, which is the Blaze Radio, the Blaze TV, the Blaze Internet. Uh, Remember the good old days when he would come out with the blackboard? You know, here's an interesting thing. There'd be no Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh. There'd be no, give me somebody, Rachel Maddow. Right. There'd be no, well, you get my point. Yes. If something called the Fairness Doctrine was still in effect, do you know what that is? Yeah, that means that you have to have both sides. Right. Then you really would be fair and balanced, right? Yeah, I guess. Tom and Mike. Now, Thomas, do you ever think about getting a facial? A facial? Yes. What type of facial are you talking about? (laughs) Just, you know, you go into a, a spa or somewhere. That's not something a guy does. No, that's wrong. That is wrong. They're saying that more men are getting facials these days, and there's a reason for it. First of all, did you know that men produce more oil in their face? No. And oil can create pores, right? And by getting a facial, it allows you to get a smoother shave. Do you ever complain about that? Actually, no. I have the scruffy look. Well, that's that's true. You you do look a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It blows that theory. You know what I say? Men with pores drink Coors. That's what I say. Right. Right. But 
you know. That was funny, wasn't it? Yes, it <laughs> right. was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. No, but, How come but, you don't think I'm funny? Anymore? I do. I don't, but I'm always. You hurt of, my feelings. Uh, you but, don't ever uh, laugh at my stupid jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, what's next? Are men going to have to tell their wives, hold on, I'm putting my makeup on, right? And what's wrong with that, honey? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see myself getting a facial. I, I don't know. It's bad enough that all of a sudden now my wife's got me going to a, a hair cutter that it's costing me like $45 for a haircut. For years, I got one that costs like $14 at Hair Cuttery, one of those franchises. Right, you cheap bastard. Well, you know, um, I don't know. But, but a facial... I don't know. I don't know either. What? Why don't you want to look good? I do, but I don't think it... I, $45 I guess, is nothing. I pay more than that. Well, I, I do admit that the haircut is better now. I pay more than that, and you've got more hair than I do. I think they should charge you by the hair. <laughs> you wouldn't go for that, would you? Because you've no, got a lot of hair. But it's it's working, because last time I was out, somebody said, hello, handsome. So that helps, doesn't it? They said that to you? Yes, they did. Hello, handsome. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did I tell you that story about we went out to dinner Saturday night, and we saw all those men dressed like British officers? Yeah, you told me that. That was weird. Because they were hitting on you? <laughs> yes, they were. They said, did you just get a facial? Because we didn't have that around the days. You know, that the, was big in Great Britain back yeah. in the 1700s. I don't know if you knew that. Facials. Right. It was why the Brits lost. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you think that you have some oily pores and stuff, you might want to think about doing something like that. I'm just Oily trying to help. pores. Yeah. I think I might have some. When you were a kid, did you ever suffer from pimples? Yeah, I used to have a girlfriend when I was 16. Right. I used to love to pick my pimples. Oh. Yeah, I dumped her. Did you have a lot of pimples or just, because I used to think it's just one big one every now and then. I still get them every once in a while. I'm not totally out of puberty yet. But you see, you get pimples when you get a little older in the strangest places, right? <laughs> I'm do? not going to go there. <laughs> I don't really want to go there. And you still get them. That's because you're young Thomas, probably. Right? Yeah, I've got one right now. So, so. Should I tell you where it is? It's in a dark hole. Oh. No, no, no. See, your mind, your mind just goes to the worst places. Actually, it's just up here, right around the tip top of my nose. Oh, and it's really? driving me crazy. That must be really photogenic of you. No, you can't really see it. It's more on the inside, you know, where those little... Nose hairs and yes. boogers are. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy your breakfast, everybody. Tom and Mike. There's one thing that we both can agree on, and that is getting enough sleep, right? It's always a good idea unless you do morning radio and you just want to be slap happy. All well, the they say that the keys to have a healthy life and living a long time is getting at least seven and a half, eight hours of sleep every night. So I want to tell you how you can do that. There's about six different things you could follow. You ready? Ready. You carve out 30 minutes wind-down time, meaning if you're going to bed, you want to put your head to the pillow at 10 o'clock. At 9.30, you want to cut off all the electronics. You want to not have any more coffee, that kind of thing, I guess. Right. This is from the National Sleep Foundation, by the way. I'm not making this stuff up. This doesn't make sense. Or make, I guess it makes sense, but I don't think people I have a TV it. in my bedroom. That's my biggest downfall right there. You shouldn't have any devices turned on for at least an hour. That's your cell phone, your TV, whatever. Well, they say 30 minutes, but if you say an hour, I'm going to believe you because you're the Renaissance man. They say do breathing or relaxation exercises. That's a little bit. Seems yeah, like I don't do that. No. And if you can't fall asleep, get up after 20 minutes. They say the worst thing to do is if you're in your bed, you're tossing and turning, get the hell up, 
go out there, sit down, read a book, do a couple exercise. Man, I don't know if that should, if you do exercise, maybe they'll pump you up. Take a walk. And here's one I never thought of. Wake up the same time every morning. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, total sense. It yeah. does? Yeah. You know what I do when I can't get to sleep? I make my bedroom look like a classroom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I always had a good sleep in certain, in every kind of math class. Yeah, me had. too. Me too. Uh, Never good in math. But you know what? Here's something else people should think about. You know what I did maybe about six months ago? Right. I moved out of the master bedroom and moved into one of the guest bedrooms. You know, we have a really big house. Right. And so Braggart. I just decided to make one of these rooms we weren't using my room, right? Right. What do I like to do? I like to get away. I like, you know, to go to a hotel room every once in a while, right? Without the wife? Without the wife. Oh. And so I made this. It's not that I don't like taking her. It's just it's difficult for her to get away because of a number of reasons, but we won't get into that. Right. But the point being, I made one of these rooms like a hotel room. And the good news is when somebody visits, you know, they can go in there. There's a mini bar. There's a little refrigerator in there. There's a TV. There's a bathroom. You know, it's pretty laid out, right? Do you ever find yourself calling for room service? But you kind of want to, you know. (laughs) There's a phone in there, the whole thing. So, you know what I did? What? I decided, hey, I got this mini bar here. There you go. And I don't have to pay for it, right? It's fully stocked. There's drinks. There's snacks. Just like a hotel, right? Right. So guess what I did? Actually, yesterday before bedtime. Now, I don't recommend this. Now, you talk about ways of you know, improving your sleep habits. Yep. I went in the mini bar. First off, I never, ever eat before I go to bed. Do you know what I did? You drank. I'm looking at... No. I'm looking at the snacks, and I'm going, whoa, that looks good. So I started eating these (laughs) chocolate-covered espresso beans, right? You have no willpower, do you? No, I don't, but they were delicious. I'm sure they were. You you can't just eat one. I know. And guess what? Espresso beans is just nothing but caffeine, right? Right Right before bedtime. Hello, McFly. (laughs) You don't help yourself, do you? No. I had a rotten night's sleep last night, by the way. Maybe you should try counting sheep. Counting sheep? Yeah, and do you imagine the sheep in a field? Do you count them one by one, jumping over a fence, going through a gate? They're the kind of questions that keep me up at night. Yeah, exactly. You know, I did find my sleep. I I was actually just counting the number of espresso beans I had eaten and going, I'm never going to get to sleep now. When you don't get a good night's sleep, it's hard to get out of bed, isn't it? It is. And if people were meant to pop out of bed, we'd all sleep in toasters, wouldn't we, Tom? (laughs) Oh, enough of this sleep stuff. Tom and Mike. Have you heard about this? I'm sure you haven't because it's mostly directed to women. They have this new app called Closet Space. And what it does is, it tells you what to wear based on the weather and your wardrobe. How about that? Interesting. You know who else did this? Your mother when you were five years old. <laughs> right. What is this? People can't tell what they open their closet and they can't figure out what to wear. They can't look out and see that it's cold and you might have to wear a sweater or a turtleneck or something. I won't be downloading that app. As much as I love my mom and I miss my mom, yeah, no. I don't know how it can work in some cities. Like if you live in Buffalo... I think the app just says, don't bother. See you in May, right? (laughs) right. (laughs) Poor people live in Buffalo. That lake effect, right? 
Yeah, although I don't think they're getting as much snow anymore. Right. And, you know, as our good friends in the South might say, ain't no climate change. Tom and Mike. Do you know the five most addictive substances in the world? The five most addictive substances in the world. Yeah, you could probably get the first one. Everybody probably gets the first one. I'm going to say caffeine. No. No. That is is not in the top five. As I take another sip of coffee. (laughs) Uh, Okay, how about nicotine? That is number three. All right. Come on, you can't get number one? Opioids? That is... You're not doing good on this. I'm going to tell you. Number one... Is the big H. Heroin. Yeah, baby. Number two, a little tootski, cocaine. All right. Three, nicotine. Four, downers and barbiturates. Five is alcohol. Alcohol. Wow. You know know what's number six? No. Taco flavored Doritos, baby. (laughs) Right? Right. What is your, like if you had, if there's a snack that you can't stop from eating, what would it be? Those things you were talking about last night, those chocolate-covered peanuts or caffeine peanuts, whatever they were. Espresso beans? Yeah. No. M&M's? No. Reese's peanut butter cups? No. Good and plenty? No. I like popcorn. I like movie theater popcorn. Right. I like wine and cheese. I love that combination. Something that, you know, I just go, oh, got to have some more of that, right? Yep. No, I don't think I have anything like that. How about you? Well, I don't think popcorn's bad for you. So when I get a bowl of popcorn, I eat the whole damn thing right in one sitting because, you know, I don't put bad stuff on it. But with me, it's like M&M's or uh, anything chocolate, ice cream. I got a sweet tooth. So we have to hide stuff from me or I'll put stuff out in the garage in the wintertime and not go out there. I can't believe that nicotine's still number three. I I can't believe people smoke. Do you know that there's 7,000 chemicals in a cigarette? And 70 of them can cause cancer. I mean, if I hear that, I'm throwing that thing away right away. Do you know how many people die each year by cigarettes, lung cancer, whatever? But it's so addictive, they can't help themselves. Eight million people a year die from from smoking. Wow. But it's so cool. It's so sexy. It is. (laughs) Tom and Mike. Researchers are now saying laziness is a sign of intelligence. Researchers say people who spend more time thinking are less physically active. This is by the Journal of Health Psychology. People with high IQ rarely become bored and spend more time lost in their own thoughts while living a more sedentary lifestyle. Non-thinkers become bored much easier and also experience the negative effects that come with it. So that means if you're a lazy SOB, you're probably pretty smart. How about that? Wow. My wife said, I'm especially smart on the weekends. Sometimes you don't even get out of bed on the weekend, do you? (laughs) Lying on the sofa, stuff in your face is not thinking, is it? You know, I did call you once on a Sunday afternoon, and you were in bed. WTF! Because it was a miserable day. It was raw, cold. We had already done our exercises. And our bedroom TV... Oh, both of you were in bed. Yeah. We okay, watched- that's a whole different story. Well, no, there's nothing physical going on. We just, I don't know about you, but only one of our TVs has Netflix and Amazon. It's a hard life. It is a hard life. <laughs> but uh, no, think about that. The less you do, you're more intelligent. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Well, I told you what, what they said. Who's they? These researchers. That what the, researchers? I told you. that From the, where? You said researchers. At the Journal of Health Psychology. Oh, okay. So 
there's some credibility to this story. Yes. I tip my hat to you, sir. And it seems to work for members of the Congress, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, they are so smart. Tom and Mike.